Wow, wow, wow. And just like that, friends, we are on episode five of the Mind Day Off podcast. Thank you. I know so many of you already have been intently listening and you have been so encouraging and your encouragement to me has been so infectious and it makes me want to continue onward. Not that I was going to stop, but you never know the impact of what you're doing. or You don't know how much people are behind you until you decide to do something. That was the case for me. I had no idea. So to be this far into it and to feel so supported through the process, I'm honored, truly. So there, there are those of you out there that have rated the podcast on, on iTunes and Spotify and um, other various platforms. And thank you so much for that. I just want to start off by reading a couple of these. There's one that says on the Apple Podcast Review, Henry is hilarious and so kind. He has a way of creating a space where people feel heard. Thank you for saying that. That's that's all I could ever want is for this to be a place where people feel heard, understood. And at the very least, we're all just processing things together, right? It's not, again, that I have the right answer or am I, or am I trying to have all the right answers? This is a conversation, and right now it's just me, obviously. But as we continue onward, we're going to invite more people into this conversation. And what a joy that's going to be. Another review says, Henry is a gem of a human, and I love his positive words, funny sense of humor, and great friends. Good times all around. Man, that, that means a lot. I, I'm so appreciative of that. Another one says, the information shared in this podcast is frank and personal, yet inspiring and transforming. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. And lastly, there's a, there's a review that says, great adventures, amazing advice, funny antics, and more. Henry brings great subjects to the table and really has an awesome perspective on life. Thank you. Really, all of those words mean so much. And to know that all of you are listening and you're behind me. It makes me, again, want to keep going. On a, on a personal note, I, I got a text from a friend, and it was the, the most kind thing. And it says, concerning our last episode, to recap, we talked about establishing a sense of belonging in a, in a place that's new. And a friend of mine said, I identified with that so much. It's for real so hard going to a new place. When you're talking about sitting in that coffee shop feeling so alone and invisible, I have been there so many times. There were times I'd be around people who were like acquaintances and on the outside I would come off as fine and happy. But I just wanted to say, I wish you knew how sad and lonely I am and how invisible I feel right now. And that's real, friends. If you had told me that one day I would be retelling that story on a podcast I don't, I don't think I would have believed that because that was a hard story. And some of you just in my everyday life have commented about how bad you felt for me in that moment. And honestly, it was a hard moment, but I'm so glad it happened because it's a great, it's a great marker to look back and say, things really changed. And I can see when, when you experience a really low point in life, that's a really easy indicator to look back at and say, things improved. I'm in a much better place than what I was, and I'm blessed with the community that I have now. I hope other, others of you who have found yourself in a similar situation of moving and feeling alone can say something very similar. And if not, I hope that the words of this podcast will help in some way 
So let's let's start from a completely different perspective. So one of my one of my goals for this podcast was for all of you guys to see a different side of of me as well. Like I don't want to just be giving advice or giving words of wisdom or anything like that. Mainly because most of the time I don't feel like I have any any really wise words to say anyway. It's just we're talking. And hopefully my experiences can be helpful to to some of you out there. But I also was deeply interested in showing that, hey, life is lighthearted. It's funny. It's an adventure. And that's a huge part of who I am. It's not just all of these deep realizations about life all the time. Although those are great and have been transformative for me, I love operating in the fun of life as well. So on that note, I'm going to tell a little bit of a story and it is going to tie some things all together or maybe it won't. Who knows? We'll see what happens once I tell the story. So a a couple of weeks ago, I got to experience Colorado for the very first time in my life. It was beautiful out there. The Rockies cannot ever be understated. I live in North Carolina and we have the Blue Ridge Mountains. They are beautiful and all. But if you want to see some mountain mountains, you got to go to the Rockies because those views, the snow-capped mountains, they're just amazing to, it's an amazing sight to behold. Anyway, as any of you guys that have ever been out to Colorado know that if you want to go hiking, if you want to explore the outdoors, that is the place to be. So the the goal was to see a friend of mine. So many, me and a few other friends all converged on this small town in Colorado to spend some time with a dear friend of mine, a dear friend of ours. So on one particular day, we decided that we we're going to go use that day to go on a seven mile hike. And I love it. I'm all for it. I love being outside. Give me a good hike, some good views. I am all in. So we start this hike. It's seven miles. It's about mm, 75, 76 degrees. No humidity. Beautiful. And not only is the weather beautiful, the scenery is absolutely gorgeous. I'm talking, you're walking across a an old uh, a tree trunk that had been turned into a bridge. It's just precious. Then you have little stones in the ground at some certain points that you're w- walking across to get to the other side. Ugh, you look up and you see the mountains and the trees are beautiful. The rock formations are beautiful. It's all great. It's about three and a half miles until we get to this clear watered lake called Columbine Lake. And... We are almost there. And friends, my, my friend Kelly, she yells out, hey, there's a moose. And I don't know what you guys know about moose, but they are huge. They're bigger than a horse. And they are very dangerous. And we encountered the most dangerous of them all. It was a mom moose and her baby. So as any smart person would do, we stopped in our tracks my two friends, they hid behind a couple of trees, and I'm on a rock, squatting down, trying to not be seen by Mom Moose. You guys, I love adventure, but I am not really okay with the idea of running away from a moose. I don't want to do any of those things. So, thankfully, the moose didn't see us. However, at this point, we didn't know what was going to happen. We're, we're just staying out of sight. 
at this exact moment, the temperatures begin to drop. And now we are in 55 or so degree weather. I am only wearing gym shorts and a, sh- and a short sleeve t-shirt. And I'm thinking to myself, I was not at all ready for this. I sound more upbeat about it now than I did then. It's, it actually starts hailing on me. And I look at my friends and I tell them, oh my goodness, y'all, it is hailing. We are hiding from two moose and now it's hailing outside. And the worst thing about it all is that I'm now cold. And we're three and a half miles or so away from our vehicle. Don't worry, parents. If you're listening, your son is not crazy. He, he was very safe. So the, the moose, the two moose, they get off the path, thankfully, out of, out of our way. And we proceed on over to the, the Clearwater Lake. So we get there. And at this point, it is now thunderstorming outside. And... It had to be a funny sight because I get there, my friends are taking it all in and I'm thinking, I need to find shelter immediately because it is raining. This rain is freezing. We are in the mountains. We don't have any cell phone service. We are so dumb. What are we doing? Oh, (laughs) so I'm running around frantically trying to, and if you know anything about the trees in Colorado, those are not great trees to hide under, to be shielded from any sort of water from And on top of that, it starts lightning. Thankfully, by this point, I find a rock to hide myself. Literally, the rock was only big enough to where a small, like, I I was barely able to fit there. However, from the pictures, I I wish you could see the picture from that because I look like I'm in nature timeout. My head is tucked in a corner. I have a towel wrapped around me and I'm thinking, yep, I'm going to wait this out. The funniest part of it all is maybe about 30 minutes later, my friend Kelly comes on over to me from where she was hiding. She was smart and had a jacket, but she comes over to where I was hiding and she says, well, Henry, what do you think we should do? And in my not right state of mind, I tell her, I'm going to let you make that call. You live out here basically saying Our blood is on your hands if we die. If I die and meet my maker, I'm telling him, you brought this on all of us. That being said, we ended up leaving because, well, it's better to leave than it is to stay in this, on this hike. And then suddenly it's dark and and you're contending with all kinds of things. So we turn back around and guess who we find again? I can't confirm or deny if it was the same mom moose and her moose, but it was, again, mom moose and the moose. And we have to hide again. And I'm now cold and I'm now very annoyed because I'm, I'm, I went from seeing zero moose in my whole life to all of a sudden seeing moose. And I am not happy. So instead we decide to go off the trail. That's a little dangerous because, well, we, we can't get too far off the trail, right? So we get around them and get back on the trail. We keep on going. 45 minutes later, my friend Kelly yells yet again, moose. He was directly in my in my path. I had no idea that he was there. And Kelly and my other friend Lauren, they take off running. Kelly slips and falls. Sorry, Kelly. I'm I don't know if you're listening to this podcast, but I'm totally ratting, ratting you out. She slips and falls. And in that exact moment, I'm thinking to myself, well, that's it. That's the end of this story. We are about to get ran over by this moose. That's it. Game over. Thankfully, the moose jumps up in the air and runs off a completely different direction. And I was thinking to myself, praise the Lord. 
there is a God. Amen. So the moose runs off. We continue our hike as normal down to our car and we drive away. And I was not tired. Adrenaline was seriously pumping. And then Kelly, as we're, I can't remember if it was at the end of the hike or when we're driving home. She's, she says, Henry, do you remember we were at that lake and you said, I'm going to let you make that decision. You live here. We had a good laugh about that. That was, uh, <laughs> so that was Colorado, folks. A lot of fun, a lot of uh, adrenaline-inducing moments. Whether that was good or bad, that's neither here or there. But there you have it. However, the, the best part about being away was, was not the adventure, but I think it goes back to the, the idea for me personally that as much as I love having a great adventure and having all of these amazing stories to tell, my desire for adventure, which is huge, does not supersede my desire for community. So I found myself when I was gone thinking about a lot of my friends back at home here in Charlotte and wanting to be around for things, even though, yeah, it's healthy to be away. But of course, my mind would go back to being here and on all my friends and, and the things that are happening in their world. And that was the first time in my life that I can remember being able to verbalize that my, my desire for adventure does not supersede my desire to be with my people, my clan, my family, my friends. So that was incredibly special to me. And again, brand new realization. I've, I've been overseas two of, two of the last three years, and this was the first time that I've been able to pinpoint that particular emotion. So being home and, and being back in Charlotte has been such a beautiful thing. And what is helpful to, for me is that I now have these stories that I can share with, with all of you and especially share with my friends who all of, all of them find this story to be hilarious. So it is the, it's another great introduction into this whole, this whole uh, series that I have been doing concerning establishing a sense of belonging and I can tell you what, if, if I didn't have such a strong belief that I, I belong where I live, I would not have thought about home while I was in this beautiful place in Colorado. I would not have thought as deeply, as hard about my friends as I did. Now, last episode, we talked about establishing a sense of belonging when you're brand new. And I talked about a few practical ways it's by no means an exhaustive list of things that you should do, but it's important to get the ball rolling. And I want to talk a little bit about where we started in that last episode. And I alluded to it, and I, I remember saying about I remember saying about how your your friendships in a previous season of life will help you or can help you as you transition into something else. There's an analogy that gets thrown out there all the time. And the older I get, the more I don't quite relate to it. But it's about how chapters in your life close and another chapter opens. And while I think that could be true for some things, in relation to this, I am, I'm not so, so sure, to be honest. So bear with me as I, as I kind of process through it with you. We're all, again, we're all in this conversation together. But... I can remember when I left Ohio and really it was tough. Again, it was tough to leave 
leave my family and leave my friends. However, the really cool part about leaving them, as, as cool as that, as not cool as that sounds out loud, the cool part about that is that those relationships by and large did not end. And I got to carry a piece of them. I got to carry all of them with me in a next season of life. Now, was it much harder for me to leave than it it was for them to see me leave? I think I would argue yes, because when you are the one that leaves, it's your world that radically changes. The lives of your friends, they may change a lot. However, hopefully they have other friends and they have a, a whole different or a whole set of, of, of a support system out there for them. But for you, for me, it's a completely different ballgame because everything that you encounter could be brand new. So there is a tension that can exist between growing and belonging in a new place, but also not losing connection with the friends that you had in a previous season of life. I have seen time and time again and I'm not trying, it's not coming from a place of putting people down by any means, but I've seen people move away and lose connectivity with those that, that were, that stood by their side. Now, again, that is not a knock. I, I understand that life happens and not everyone is wired to be able to maintain connection that well. So I understand it. I'm just simply saying I've seen it. However, if you want to grow in and not and grow in belonging and not lose those old friendships, I think this is the this is the episode that you want to listen to. So when I when I moved, my friends are the ones that helped me get through the new season. And especially those that first, I would say that first year, it was it was difficult. Very very difficult. But what I had learned since that time is that, of course, your relationships with your, your friends back at home might change. But that's okay. It is okay to, to see your relationships evolve. Even with your friends that are in the same community, even with my friends in the same community, I've seen relationships evolve. I've seen friends get married. I've seen people have kids. I've seen friends move away. Obviously, you cannot escape change ever regarding anything in life change is unescapable but how do you how do you cope with change what do you do about it and how do you maintain intentionality despite what changes i think that's those are the important questions to ask now one of the things that i really did not like when i moved was that i could not keep up with the details of everyone's life as I could when I lived right there. That was very, very hard. I wanted to know what was going on with everybody at every point in the day because I was used to being that friend. And what I've learned in the several years since then is that that is not at all realistic. It's not possible. And that's okay. And while it's it takes a while to come to that realization, I want to be able to kind of spell that out a little bit. By telling another story. <laughs> and this story actually just happened today. A friend of mine was talking to me about their life and, and some crazy things are happening in, in that person's world. And 
we hadn't talked for for a few months actually, and that's okay, that's totally fine. However, when you are when you have a friendship that is not next to you, I really I think it's quant- quality over quantity. What do I mean by that? So it doesn't matter how it may not be as important how many times you talk to a person, but is the quality of those conversations good? Are you being intentional with your time? And what I what I realized today for the very first time, or at least had words to verbalize it, is that five minutes, five, 10, 15 minutes of intentional time, I think that is still enough to maintain connectivity with someone. Because obviously the, the further and further away you get distance-wise from a person, the more... You, it's just impossible to stay ingrained in the, in the details. However, the beautiful side of that is that you are able to have a, a broader perspective, a bigger perspective on a person's life. So while I may not know what someone did on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I may not know that, hey, they went to go see the new Spider-Man movie and it was decent. I may not know their, their thoughts and opinions on that necessarily, but when big things happen it's a lot easier to be able to speak into what's going on and provide perspective for a person's life. Because, well, we're not talking about details as much, but I, you have maintained connection long enough. I have maintained connection long enough to know how do I encourage this person in this specific way? Or for them, how do they encourage and how can they encourage me in this specific way? And I say that but also I think it's important for all of us and myself included because I have this belief that I can maintain connection with every single friendship in my life no matter whether they're far or near or on the moon. Who knows? I have this belief that I can do that. And that's just not as realistic as I would like to think it is at times. So it's important for me to even realize, okay, quality over quantity. And as much as I hate to admit it, your biggest impact will always tend to be with those that are physically with you, physically present, within 30 miles, whatever. I'm not trying to put a formula on that. I just want to help us define and understand what might be realistic. Now, there are some exceptions. I'm not, I don't know every single situation out there. Of course not. But I know in in my life, as I have established a sense of belonging in my city, it's, it's been more imperative that I am present because I think that is the hard thing about moving away and then deciding to call another city home that you, you might be physically present, but it's, it's hard to grow in, in the understanding of how to be mentally and emotionally present where you are. And it does not just happen. It takes intentionality. It takes your old friends. It takes learning how to trust new friends. It takes learning how to take risk, basically, with with relationships where you are. So there is no, there's no formula. But I, I hope that that kind of gives a, a roadmap into what is realistic in this situation of establishing a sense of belonging, but also maintaining friendships. And I think that 
when you understand, at least with the old friendship friendships, that it's quality over quantity, it takes the pressure and it relieves a bit of the anxiety associated with having to stay super duper connected. One, one word of encouragement for me, I can look back in my life and say that every, pretty much every friendship that I've, that I've been profoundly impacted by over the years, I still maintain connection with, with those friends in some form or fashion. Now, I'm not saying that is the case, going to be the case for everybody, but there's something to be said that those, those friendships that are impactful will, will probably last. I think the fear when you leave, and I can vaguely remember this fear, is that when you leave, you will be forgotten. And then when you move to a new place, you'll never be known. For instance, when I moved to Columbia, I thought that my life was basically over. My social life, I thought, well, that's in the dumps. Never going to meet great friends again. I thought that my involvement with the things that I was passionate about was over. Oh, yeah, definitely never going to do X, Y, and Z again. Let me be more specific. I, I'm also a musician. And so when I moved to Columbia, I thought, well, not doing that anymore. And that was hard. So basically, again, what I was saying, I'm not going to be known. And my friends back at home, they're not going to remember. And that's just not the case. I think that when we find ourselves in a new situation, there, there's lies that we have to contend with. Am I enough? Am I going to be accepted? Are they going to understand my humor? Are they going to understand my, my struggles? Are my new friends going, or am I, are my old friends going to completely forget about me? Are they going to lose intentionality with me? Were they really friends to begin with? And so this is, I want to help alleviate all of those, all of those anxieties that you might be feeling. And I, I think I want to just say, however you're feeling, however I felt, I think it's totally normal, but being able to process these things out loud, it's so important. And processing with, with your friends is so important because these, these emotions are not foreign, you know, people have experienced these before. People are going to experience these in the future because people are always moving. There's always a new situation happening. And I think to an extent, we're all feeling insecure. We can easily feel insecure in a new situation. So, yeah, I wanted to talk a little bit more about not losing old friendships because thats I don't think that's talked about enough as well because you absolutely need them. And as I told in this last episode and in this episode, I alluded to it, I, I would not be as far along as I am now had it not been for those friends that, know, that knew me well when I was physically present with them in my previous season of life. Yeah, they, they, I couldn't have done it. Couldn't have done it. And I wouldn't be as far along as I am today if it weren't for the friends that invested in me when I moved here. And it wasn't just an investment that they made in, in me, but it also had to be an investment that I made in them. So that's the same thing I want to say to whoever's in that situation. It's not only you inve- them investing in you, but it's you investing in them. And slowly but surely, I promise you that you will have a sense of belonging. You will find 
you'll find community. It may, I, I don't know what it would look like. I have, I don't know. But I think that if you work hard for something and set your sights on that sort of thing, you'll be surprised with what comes your way. And something that felt very foreign at one point in time may not feel foreign anymore. So thank you for listening to episode whatever this is of this podcast. And again, it's been an honor to share my thoughts with you all. And I am so excited for the direction that we're headed with this. You guys have a great day, night, whatever. Don't forget to rate it, subscribe to this podcast, share it with your friends, and continue on this journey with us.